If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Do you need help recovering after the storms? Call 211 Recovery Support Centers are being opened up right here in Sonoma County to help those most affected by the storms and those often marginalized by government services. So the Recovery Support Centers will target financial aid and services to people who haven't been able to access unemployment and other insurance and other things like paid sick leave or vacation or other disaster assistance. So residents will first be asked to call 211, again that's 211, to review eligibility. Those who meet the requirements will be directed to the recovery support centers, which will be located near areas in Guerneville, Healdsburg, and the Sonoma Coast, most affected by the storms. Now, when Cole and I went to uh, Bodega Bay, a lot of restaurants were closed Yeah, um, until tomorrow, actually, because of the storms. And I know we're supposed to get another one this week. And a week off for a lot of people in that industry and others is a big hit. And yeah. people need to make rent. People need to pay their bills. So again, 211 if you need financial uh, support. In sports news, LeBron James became the second player in NBA history to score 38,000 points on Sunday night. And this makes LeBron the second leading scorer in NBA history, of course. And Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is still the top dog with 38,387, which LeBron is going to beat that <laughs> very soon within the next month or so. Carl uh, Malone holds down the third place with 36,928. And I'm just going to say, I think this is another example of why LeBron James is the greatest basketball player of all time. I know it's the Michael Jordan versus LeBron debate. Mine's LeBron. Yeah, and you know, I think... Especially for you, you grew up with LeBron and you got to see him shine. Yeah. You know, live and in person. <laughs> the I only, mean, you uh, were alive a little bit for Michael Jordan, but. Yeah, but the Michael Jordan I remember played on the Washington Wizards. <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, on Monday, yesterday, Lisa Marie Presley's family shared that they will hold a public memorial service on Sunday, January 22nd. A rep for the famous family, the Presley family, said in a statement, Riley Harper, Finley, and Priscilla are grateful for the support, well wishes, and outpouring of love honoring their beloved Lisa Marie. In the statement, the rep also said a public memorial service has been arranged on the front lawn of Graceland at 9 a.m. on Sunday, again, January 22nd, in Memphis. Uh, and they've asked to please visit the official Graceland website for more information, which is simple. It's just graceland.com. Also, in lieu of flowers, Priscilla and her granddaughters requested that those who wish to send something do so by donating to the Elvis Presley Charitable Foundation. Now, this organization offers support to various charitable organizations, especially focusing on arts, education, and children's program in the Memphis area. Wake up in the morning for the roost to crow. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country. Have you ever experienced a fake celebrity sighting? Maybe someone, you know, had a little bit of a celebrity doppelganger. Uh, I'm asking this because apparently a Prince Harry lookalike, his name is Reese Whittock. He fears for his life because of something uh, Harry claimed in his new memoir. Apparently, you know, Harry was in the armed forces. He fought over in Afghanistan. And Harry says that, you know, 
he, uh, I, I don't know how to say this, uh, unlived, un- yeah. unalived some Taliban members. I see. And so his mother called him and was like, Reese, you need to start wearing glasses in public because you look exactly like Prince Harry. And experts have said, you know, that Harry shouldn't have done this, that he has put his family in danger by admitting this. Yeah. Uh, so this poor guy, Reese, who just happens to look like Harry, has to go incognito for a little while. Yeah, that's a really scary situation. You know, uh, Prince Harry, uh, he should be allowed to speak his truth and should be able to document his life experiences. But yeah, he is putting his family's life in danger by talking about the Taliban specifically. He didn't have to get that specific. And I feel bad for Reese because that's a tough situation for him. Yeah, and I can't imagine looking that much like a celebrity where you get mistaken in public. Yeah. Uh, I've definitely thought I've seen celebrities in public before and it just wasn't true. What about you? Yeah, I I, I have too. What celebrity What was it for you? Uh, do you remember that time I thought I saw Jason Momoa at my apartment <laughs> complex? Oh, yeah, I remember that. And then I ended up go, like meeting this guy at the trash cans and I was like, ooh, not Jason Momoa. <laughs> a very much... What did you call it? The Walmart brand, Jason Momoa? Yeah, absolutely. He was very much a Walmart brand, Jason Momoa. I think your sign that it wasn't Jason Momoa was the fact that he was taking out his own trash. There's no way Jason Momoa takes out his own trash. He probably doesn't even have trash because he's all into like recycling and compost and stuff. Yeah. So I don't know. He probably takes his plastic bags that he gets from Walmart and like plants them in his backyard. And just because he's Jason Momoa, a bunch of crops come out. Yeah. Magical Jason yeah. Momoa fairy dust. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, have you ever thought you've seen a celebrity in public? I have. So my brother lives in Los Angeles, and I visited him over the summer. And we were in some coffee shop, and it's, you know, the land where you're going to see a celebrity. And I was convinced that Emma Stone was in this shop. And I even, you know, my brother's in the bathroom, and I went up, and I was like, I just love your work. And she went, what? I went, what? I went, Oh, I thought you were somebody else. She goes, you thought I was Emma Stone, didn't you? (laughs) (laughs) It probably was her. And she was just like, it ain't me. Please don't bother me anymore. That's what I would do. Yeah. Somebody's like, are you Amber? And I'm like, nope, never heard of her. What's an Amber? We've got David from Santa Rosa on the phone. David, you said you mistakenly, (laughs) you got mistaken for a celebrity once. Uh, Who is a celebrity? Luke Bryan. Really? Years and years ago this group of people come in they were all set that i was luke bryan <laughs> and i go sir you've had way too much to drink i i am not luke bryan and he kept insinuating that i was and he told everyone in the restaurant that i was luke bryan so i finally just said listen if i sign you an autograph and sit down by you will you just Leave me alone. He goes, oh, I understand how it is out in public, so most definitely. So I sat down by this whole family for a good hour, letting them think I was Luke Bryan. (laughs) It's gonna be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time when they're awesome. Today's country. Froggy 92.9. Do you know somebody who uses outdated technology? Sony has launched a new Walkman 40 years after putting their original cassette Walkman on sale. So apparently with this Walkman, you can 
still play cassette tapes, but you can also access the internet so you can download and stream music online. Uh, and Amber, how expensive do you think this is, this Walkman? It's pretty expensive. I, I was reading a little bit about this yesterday, and I was like, I'll just stick with my iPhone. <laughs> yeah. I don't need this. It's $425. Yeah. I mean, my iPhone's a little more, but I can I can make calls on it. Yeah. I don't think you can make calls on the Walkman. I think it's just an Walkman. example that many of us like to have vintage and outdated technology. And, you know, I'll never buy a Walkman ever again. Uh, but I do kind of understand because I collect vinyl records. To me, it just the records themselves, they sound better. Uh, it's cool, fun, and collectible. And it supports musicians. And I just like the experience of going home, taking out the record, taking it out of its sleeve, and having kind of an, an experience with it. I get it. I This isn't anything that cool, but I think that people kind of make fun of me for using a wall calendar still. Mm. Uh, I have a dry, a dry erase one here at work and at home, and I just like to physically see everything. And an also, I also have a calendar that I carry with me, like a planner, mm -hmm. and I just like to write everything down and physically see everything in front of me instead of on like a tiny phone. Yeah, I still put things in my phone, there's just something about the wall calendar that I can't give up. There are two things about your calendars that I really appreciate. One of those things is that you are extremely organized, and that's something that I think is really cool that you do that I could improve on in my life. <laughs> and the other thing yeah. is you draw at the wall calendar at work every month that has like a different season or a different holiday. And I, I think I that's like really to, fun. I like to doodle on it for the holidays. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's for both of us because you're just like, do we have a call today? And you like turn and look over at my calendar. I'm like, this is great. See, there's no reason. There's no reason to give it up. One of us has to be organized, right? <laughs> Danielle from Katati, who in your life uses vintage technology? My younger brother uses outdated tech because he thinks it's vintage and cool. I mean, he has a landline phone still. Ew. One of the very old ones that still have that the long kind of twisted cord with it. Not only that, but he has the oldest computer I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. Has that big old box screen with it. Yeah. And one of those very old um, desktops. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9. The show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking. So I need your help settling a little bit of a disagreement between Cole and I that we had the other night. I was at home and I was trying to be a good partner and, you know, have dinner ready when Cole got home from work. I'd, I'd cut up some taters, set up, cut up some potatoes, and I put them on a sheet pan and I put them in the oven. And Cole gets home and he, I knew he was going to do this. And I've already told you a little bit about this story, Tanner. Yeah. So I knew he was going to complain that I didn't use the toaster oven. He says that I should have used the convection oven because it uses... I shouldn't have used the convection oven because it uses too much energy. Mm. I should have used the toaster oven because it's less energy, less heat. What is that like? Saving 50 cents? I do not know. <laughs> if you can tell me and do the math, <laughs> then I totally believe you. But I said, babe, I cut up like six potatoes. I don't think they're going to be able to fit in the toaster oven. He was like, they would. They would. And I was like, I really just don't see the difference 
And he was just adamant that I used too much energy by using our actual oven. <laughs> I'm sorry to laugh so much, but this is so ridiculous. That's how uh, I felt. I mean, I mean, there are such better things in the world to worry about whether or not your significant other is using one oven or the other. <laughs> That's what I told him. I, I said, is everything okay? Like, what? It's like... Is something else bothering you that we need to like talk about? You know, I would have said if this was my partner, I would have said, "Do you need something to do?" <laughs> I know. Why are you complaining? You're literally having a home cooked meal as soon as you get home. Yeah. I put my blood, sweat, and tears into these taters. You know. <laughs> That's like saying, "Why didn't you use this spatula? You should have used this spatula." He does that too. You're kidding. I'm- I'm not kidding. He's like, this one is a fish spatula. This is specifically to use for flipping fish. It's like, what? I guess, you know, uh, I, I, I wasn't aware that there were different uh, things like a fish flipper and other things. Uh, yeah, you, you know, <laughs> but I, I understand flipper. where you're coming from because my girlfriend, anytime I cook, is always watching me in the kitchen and she's like, there's a more efficient way to do that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you feel my pain. I absolutely this do. Is, this is like the first time we've agreed on something, I feel like. <laughs> first time in Amber and Tanner in the morning history. First time I, we agree on. I call Cammie the, uh, the kitchen sheriff. Uh, oh my gosh. That is what I should call Cole. He's always up in my business in the kitchen and I literally that day I had to kick him out I was like shoving him with my foot I was like get out of the kitchen so I don't know maybe he's right maybe I'm using too much energy but I thought I was doing the right thing you let us know what you think got something to say call me up you can get on the radio call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now 6361-HOP 636-1467 this is Froggy 92.9 it's wine o'clock somewhere so pour yourself a glass it's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9 Kelsey Ballerini has reacted to rumors that she's dating Outer Bank star Chase Stokes Um, And she said she's ready to write a breakup letter to the internet and write a breakup song, for that matter. On Monday, Kelty made a TikTok addressing these dating rumors. And in the video, Kelty sat in front of a screenshot from the gossip site Dumois that featured comments about her alleged romance with 31-year-old actor Chase Stokes. Now, in one DM, a troll claimed that Kelty couldn't be dating the daytime divas alum because she was... Too busy consistently asking out the manager of a Soho house in Nashville when she comes in all the time after last call. Uh, so <laughs> those are pretty harsh rumors, but here's Kelsey's response to all this. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Stop reading, stop reading, stop looking. But what is happening, guys? What? 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 No, let's not do this. You know? Oh. <laughs> so, Kelsey still didn't confirm or deny that she and Chase Stokes are dating. There was no confirmation, which drives me insane. But she captioned the post, I'm about to break up with the internet. Five, sure, with a little laughing, crying emoji. Um, now, Chase and Kelsey first sparked these rumors on January 9th when they were spotted at the College Football National Championship game in L.A. together. Um, Chase actually posted pictures on Instagram 
And you can see in his third slide of the carousel that he and Kelsey are actually cuddling up in their box seats, enjoying the game. Um, <laughs> and this this photo only showed the back of their heads. It just looked like a pretty cute, sweet photo of a couple enjoying a game together. Kelsey even replied to the photo. So people are trying to figure out, is Chase messing with us? Is he pulling a publicity stunt? Or is Fletcherini a thing? And I'm still here for Fletcherini. If Kelsey Ballerini is happy, that's all that matters. Um, one user on TikTok wrote, I'm all for Kelsey doing what she wants, and it's none of my business. But she said, I will say I'm rooting for them. Uh, but do you think this is a publicity stunt, or do you think they're trying to keep things low-key, trying to keep things private, or do you think this situation is just not that serious? Let us know. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. What's the funniest, weirdest, or most ridiculous beat that you have ever received? Someone on Reddit posted a picture after they stayed at a Marriott in Florida, and there was a sign on the mini fridge that said that they would be charged $50 if they put any of their own stuff in it. Are times are times this hard? Apparently we're, so. We're charging people $50 to use the mini fridge. The exact quote is the refreshment center is on a sensor. No, it's not. Use <laughs> of the refreshment center for personal storage will automatically incur a $50 charge. Um, I'm, I'm calling BS on this one. I don't think there's a sensor on the mini fridge. I'm <laughs> looking at the picture right now. It's 100% real, and I actually verified it by looking at the website. This is real. It is the most ridiculous charge I have ever seen. I mean, are people going to have to start bringing their own coolers to hotels now? Yeah, that's what Cole and I do. And you said, you know, before we went on that you're not above bringing a cooler either. No, I'm absolutely not above it. So that's just what we're going to have to start doing. It's a foolproof method, and uh, pun intended, but it keeps your drinks cooler. (laughs) In the mini fridge, right? You know, if you stay at a hotel like six times, you can buy yourself a new Yeti cooler. <laughs> and you know what? That's an investment on yourself. I mean, probably annoying to fly back and forth with. But $50 just to put a Coca-Cola or a water in a mini fridge. That is just ridiculous. Amber, what's the funniest, weirdest, or most ridiculous fee you have ever received? This happened to me a while ago, a long time ago. But Tanner, you know how I hate tomatoes, raw tomatoes? Yeah. I will not eat them. So typically, I ask for no tomatoes on a sandwich or salad or something like that. And this one restaurant charged me a $3 fee. I saw it on my bill for removing the tomato from my sandwich. You know, you'd think <laughs> you're saving them ingredients. So you think they would actually appreciate that. I That's what I thought. It's, it's better <laughs> than, you know, having the tomato on the sandwich and me just wasting it. Right. So I always ask. But in this case, I guess I should have just left it on. And I wouldn't have been charged three dollars i suppose that's so strange what about you what about is there a ridiculous fee you want to share so i stayed at an airbnb about a year ago and uh i noticed that i had an additional cleaning fee and i went what and i always make sure to tidy up you know airbnbs or hotels for two reasons one of those reasons is because i don't want to pay the extra cleaning fee and two it's just a respectful thing to do and i was charged because i didn't make the bed That's and I, weird. I'm just like, do you guys not wash your sheets in between? Like, what's the big deal? Yeah, I've I've seen I've seen this on Airbnbs before. They want like 
the bed made, the towels in a certain area. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. But you know, you gotta follow the rules. It's their house. Catching the catching the with these guys. You just make my morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. Earlier on the show, we talked about fake celebrity sightings. You were calling in, you were sharing some people that you thought were celebrities in public, but turned out they weren't. Like Tanner, you said you saw you thought you saw someone in LA. Yeah, Emma Stone. <laughs> I, I was convinced it was her. But have you ever seen a real celebrity in public? We actually got this call earlier. Hi, my name's Anae. I'm calling from Sonoma. My boyfriend and I, we were in a restaurant in um, Santa Rosa. And it was this cool little swanky place, and um, it's closed now. But I was convinced Jake Gyllenhaal was across the bar from us. And he absolutely was like, don't you dare. Don't you dare get up. Like, <laughs> that is not him. That is not him. And he was like, and he was just, you know, looking over at us. And um, I just, I swear it was him. And I was like, no, I have to go say something. He's my love. And he was like, don't you get up from the seat. <laughs> 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 he was like, you're going to look like a crazy person. I was like, I know my love when I see him. <laughs> and um, so anyway, he left. And I literally, I was the first thing I said when he left to the bartender was, you've got to tell me. I got to know or my life will never be complete. Was that Jake Gyllenhaal? And he was like, yeah, it was. It was I Jake Gyllenhaal? Uh, yes, it was. I could I I think I left my boyfriend at that <laughs> <laughs> So I've never spotted a celebrity in public. I've gone to like Q&As and Country Summer and things like that where, you know, I've purposely met a celebrity. But Tanner, you were telling me that you saw, you accidentally saw a huge celebrity in public mm-hmm. once. Who was it? Uh, Samuel L. Jackson. What? I was at Seattle Center where the Space Needle is, museums are, a food center. And I noticed this giant entourage of people. And I, and I thought like something was happening because otherwise you wouldn't see that many people in, in a small space. And I looked around and in the middle of the entourage was Samuel L. Jackson. That's amazing. And I didn't go up to Samuel Jackson, but I did take a picture from far away. And you can't even tell it's Samuel Jackson. And nobody believes me that I say I've seen Samuel Jackson in person. You know, now that you say this, like seeing the entourage of people, this reminds me that I did see one of the Paul brothers in public in Atlanta. Really? In his, out of his big tour bus, he was coming. I, I can't remember if it was Logan or Jake. Isn't that their names? Yeah. Like one of them's like a YouTuber and one of them's an MMA, MMA fighter or something. Yeah, they're actually both fighters. Now. Oh, they both fight? Yeah. See, I just saw all these teenage girls just like scream <laughs> running out towards the entry of this hotel and he was like signing autographs and stuff and I was like, cool. I mean, that, I don't care about the Paul brothers, but they do. Yeah, I don't care about the Paul brothers it's either. It's not but as cool as Samuel L. Jackson though. They are getting to that level though. It's ridiculous how famous yeah. the Paul brothers are getting. Well, maybe we'll see them now that they're more famous. <laughs> good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to talk to Bailey. Bailey loves going on walks and Barry Martindale is going to try to slap some fines on him for walking. Hello? Hi, is this Bailey? 
This is Bailey. Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services here. I'm contacting Bailey, who lives in Bennett Valley, correct? Yeah, I live in Bennett. Well, uh, and you walk everywhere, is that true? Yes. I mean, I also drive, but yeah, mostly I, I walk. Why? I'm calling you today because I have been receiving claims that you have been jaywalking all across Bennett Valley, all across the JC District, all over Sonoma County. So I wanted to let you know that we're on your case, buddy. I don't jaywalk. I don't. I always wait for the light for the for the crosswalk to change so that I can walk. I don't. I don't. I don't cross. You know when it's red. I don't do that. Yeah. What about I'm not a jaywalker? What about alleyways? Suburban streets. You want to know how I know you're a liar, Bailey? I, no, what, this is ridiculous. I no, know. I'm not a liar. I'm not a, well, what know. are you going to do about it, huh? What are you going to do about it? It's a free country. I can I can walk on the streets if I want to. I know you're so a dirty, know. rotten liar because I actually hired a private investigator and have counted 45 infractions. What? 45 infractions, Bailey, and you're telling me you're not That's, a jaywalker. You, you're out of your mind. This is nonsense. I am allowed, I'm a citizen of this country. I'm allowed to walk on the street if I so choose. And this is, this is absolute nonsense that you have hired. I mean, who are, who do you, who do you think you are, you know, hiring an investigator to, to go after someone who's walking the streets? I mean, this is ridiculous. You're going to be charged $1,016 for your infractions. And we're going to continue to monitor you for the next six weeks, you liar, you jaywalker, you you jerk. I'm going to have to call... Yeah, I'm going to call my friend. He's a lawyer because this is this is you know my friend Neil. I'm going to call him right now. I'm going to tell him that this is I'm getting harassed. I mean, this is harassment. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy ninety two point nine's Neighbor Dispute. Oh my God. <laughs> oh Jesus. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at seven fifty five for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale. On Froggy 92.9. Had a pretty interesting question brought up this week here at the Froggy 92.9 studios. If you're the driver and you have a passenger, which cup holder do you use? The front one or the back one? And I know a lot of cup holders are positioned this way. Tanner, are yours? Yep. You have one in front and one in back. Some people have side-by-side ones. Yeah, it's like half a stoplight. (laughs) Yeah, but most people have half the stoplight cup holder says guess what we'll call them uh so you you ended up leaving that day Mm -hmm. danny and i what what we call the cool kids club you danny and i we we go and we get coffee sometimes does that mean i'm no longer in the cool kids club no you're still in the cool kids (laughs) club you just were here that day um and we took my car typically we take yours tanner and danny got in my car and he was like what is this thing and i have an extra cup holder in my car it's removable. What you put is it, that? You put it, you st- so it's like this little uh, fake leather cup holder that you stick in between your seats and it gives you two extra cup holders and a little thing in the middle where you might like want to put your phone or something like so that. So now you have a total of four? Yeah, because every morning I bring in three drinks. I bring in coffee, water, and a smoothie. So I need three <laughs> cup holders. Can you send me a link on Amazon? Yeah, this is on Amazon. I, I need one of those. It's so great. I, <laughs> because I, I am the exact same way. I have like <laughs> way too many beverages. I have a coffee in one hand, a water in the other, while I have other things in my <laughs> half a stoplight. Your half a stoplight cup holder. So yeah. and, and now it's, you know, it's a quad. It's a quad cup holder. I think that's really cool. But Danny was like, why do you need this? Can, this, can I sit down? Or are you going to need all this room for your cups? I was just like... Stop, leave me alone. Uh, so then he asked, you know, which cup holder 
do you use? Do you use the front one or the back one? And I was like, I never really thought about it before. So, like, when you're driving, Tanner, which one do you use? The front one or the back one? I always use the front one. Always. Just because I'm not sure if it's my car, but it's just easier to grab. And when I have a passenger in the car, like, I don't want to have to reach back for it, I yeah. guess. It's it's just distracting, I suppose. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. Cole says he likes to use the back one when he's driving. He said really? it's easier to reach for him. I think it depends a lot on the car, but for most cars, every car that I've ever driven, the front one is the best one to go. <laughs> I know. I'm over here using my fa- my extra cup holder trying to think about how I am when I'm driving, and maybe Cole's right. Uh, but we did ask on Facebook, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning, if you're the driver... Which cold holder do you use in the car and why? Mike from Sebastopol said, Driver's drink is in the front, passenger's is in the back. I agree. Okay. So mm-hmm. Mike's with Mike's with Tanner on that one. Uh, Nicole from Santa Rosa says, Bottled drinks go in the back, straw cups go in the front. That's a different take. That's very specific. <laughs> That's so specific. And Rick from Runner Park said, My wife and I have a specific arrangement. The front cup holder, the one uh, closest to the front of the car, is hers while the backup holder, the one furthest from the front of the car, is mine. No matter who is driving, I've always found it easier to grab a drink from the backup holder while driving. So this isn't that much of a difficult situation for me. Okay. <laughs> maybe we've maybe we've complicated it a little too much. <laughs> Catching the Catching the with these guys. You just make my morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country Froggy 92.9 Christmas tree, have a happy holiday. Believe it or not, a Christmas tree has caused a major problem in my household. And look, we know it's January, but I have been refusing to take down my Christmas tree because I have been wanting to keep it up all year round because I'm just kind of in the holly and jolly spirit. You do you. I will always say that. I will support people who want to do what they want to do. I appreciate that a lot. And, you know, I said that I was going to celebrate different holidays with the tree, make a Valentine's Day tree. I was going to create a Labor Day tree, uh, a St. Patrick's Day tree. But I am sad to report my dreams were absolutely crushed. I get a text from my girlfriend yesterday. And she says, Christmas is officially over in the Chambers Miller household. And I didn't believe her, but I came home and the Christmas tree, the artificial Christmas tree, was in the box in the closet. Uh Uh-oh. And I think that's messed up because I told her that I was very excited to be celebrating all year long. And it seemed like she was on board with it, but that's no longer the case. What was her reasoning for taking down the tree? Did you guys discuss? Did you talk about it? We didn't talk about it. And she said that she was just tired of looking at it. And she said, look at all the space we have in our apartment now. More room for activities. And I said, forget the activities. I want my dang tree back. So now I'm thinking, what do I do with this tree? Because I want to have it up somewhere in my household. I I was thinking of bringing it into the studio. What are we going to do with it? Put it up in the corner. We can find a corner. I mean, we're, we're going to have to decorate it. I don't want to be responsible for that. I'll be 100% responsible <laughs> for the tree. Now, I do know that we share this studio. Uh, do you think the person that we share a studio w- would be on board with this at all? Absolutely not. 
<laughs> I can try. We could try, but we're going to get a note next day that says, please remove this Christmas tree. <laughs> and uh, we share an office with a lot of people, so that's probably not going to work. So where am I going to put this dang tree? I want to put it up somewhere. So if that's not going to work, maybe I'll just put it in the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't think this is gonna work out. I think you're gonna have to put it in storage, and just wait until next Christmas. Does anybody still have their Christmas tree up? Please let us know. Reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, or give us a call 707-636-1467. Wake up in the morning for the rouge to crow. Amber and Tanner on Froggy ninety two point nine, Sonoma County's number one for today's country. Do you know a dumpster diver? What treasures have they found? Uh, Credit card companies are actually asking Americans, that's us, uh, to destroy their credit card statements once they've paid their bills because allegedly the month of January is typically the biggest month for identity theft because all of the you know spending done on Christmas presents and law enforcement officials say that thieves are dumpster diving and then selling personal information to people in other states. I believe it and you know this isn't I'm not paid for saying this but I would highly recommend anyone getting something called LifeLock. It's basically a security system for uh, your personal information. Yeah, that's a really good resource. And, you know, I just tear up my bills. Like, I hate getting paper stuff, even credit card offers. I get those all the time. I tear those up because I'm just like, I don't want anyone to get a credit card in my name. Yeah. Not that they could. They don't have my, you know, information. It's That's incredibly smart to do because <laughs> you, you just don't want to risk it at all. But I know that you dumpster, you don't do anything like this, Tanner, Mm -mm. but you've been known to sort of dumpster dive. You found some cool stuff. What have you found? I uh, recently, actually, this was just a couple of weeks ago, I found a really cool table that could go behind my couch. It's a pretty tall table. It's very long, very skinny. And uh, all I did was repaint it. And uh, it, it works perfectly. My dumpster in my apartment complex is an absolute gold mine at times. And I'm not digging through stuff, but if I see something that I could use, I do grab it. I have no shame in that. You know, that's that's awesome. In one man's garbage is another man's treasure. Yeah. I'm not, I don't think that's the exact saying, but <laughs> I found a really nice North Face book bag once that was dumped. And it was full of beer. And I, I left the beer because I wasn't old enough to yeah. have the beer. And I took the North Face book bag in and washed it and cleaned it up and used it. Yeah. I mean, you just got, if you see it, it's just going to get thrown away. So you might as well upcycle it. I've also, you know, uh, delivered a package to your house when you're on vacation once. And I took a computer computer monitor that was <laughs> by the trash. You know, it's just, it's just going to waste. It's going to go in a landfill. So why not use it? Exactly. Well, we've got Deborah from Healdsburg on the phone. Do you know uh, any dumpster divers? My nephew-in-law and niece, they're always going through people's trash to get metal or scrap stuff that they can sell. They found an eight-person tent. Wow. Wasn't one thing wrong with it. People just didn't want it anymore. They found grills, um, kids' toys, bikes, all kinds of stuff. But this tent was really nice. There wasn't one thing, no tears, nothing in it. They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9. 
Today is Rid the World of Fad Diets and Gimmicks Day. And, you know, it's one thing to go on a diet and maintain a healthy lifestyle, but it's another thing to find some crazy diet that's trendy at the moment. So I thought it would be interesting to play Real Diet or Not. Are these real diets or did I completely make them up? All right. I hate fad diets. I have been a victim to fad diets before, so maybe I know a little bit, Mm. but not a lot. All right, here's diet number one, the pet food diet. Fake. That's correct. That does not exist. Here is fad diet number two. Again, we're playing real diet or fake diet, the bacon grease diet. I'm going to say that's real. That is (laughs) fake completely made up. He made oh, it up. Yeah, it kind of, I was thinking of like keto, you know, cuz people who are on keto just eat bacon nonstop, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's diet number 3, the air diet. Real. That's correct. It's known as virtual eating. <laughs> air diet typically means eating nothing but water and salt soup. Salt soup. I can't. And apparently they pull up videos of like actual food. Kind of like the movie Dodgeball where Ben Stiller (laughs) is watching those videos of people eating pizza. Yeah. And they imagine themselves eating actual food. Wild. People are crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Here's diet number four. The ear stapling diet. What? (sighs) I don't want this to be real. I do not. I'm going to say that it's fake. Excuse me? It's real, Amber. What do you mean? The ear stapling diet is absolutely real. It's a diet where people actually have done this in the United States. It popped up about three years ago where people staple their ears to the back of their, you know, the back of their head. And it apparently reduces your appetite and it works for weight loss. No. Well, no wonder it reduces your appetite. Your ears are stapled to your head. I don't understand why. (laughs) All right, here's the last one for you. The onion ring diet. Real. It is? Fake. (laughs) The onion ring diet, that sounds kind of nice, actually. I'll go on that diet. Catching them. Catching them. With these guys. You just make my morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner, every morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9.